You're tuned into Eric's Movie Club. And now, here's Eric. Thank you very much, Jeff. This is Eric's Movie Club. We all use streaming services. There's one thing that always happens. You open up Netflix, you open up Amazon Prime Video, and it takes you quite a while to pick something to watch. There's so many options. So with this show, what I'm going to do is recommend a different movie for you to watch on every episode. Maybe you'll be talked into watching something that maybe you wouldn't have chosen before. That's what I aim to do here. And this week, we return to the world of mob movies. I have previously recommended The Godfather. This time around, I am recommending Donnie Brasco. I'll tell you why you should check it out, where you can watch it, and I'll discuss some of the best performances from mob movies. That's all coming up later. Movie News. With Christmas around the corner, USA Today has put together a list of the 20 best Christmas movies of all time. I'm not going to go through all 20 on here, but I would like to take a look at the top five, see what you think. Number five, Miracle on 34th Street, the original from 1947. Number four, Love Actually from 2003. Number three, Elf, also from 2003. Is it possible that 2003 was the greatest year in the history of Christmas movies? Who knows? Number two, It's a Wonderful Life, 1946. And number one, maybe surprising to some people, maybe not, Scrooged from 1988, starring Bill Murray. Kind of interesting. What do you think? I think my top five is probably Christmas Vacation, It's a Wonderful Life, The Apartment, has some Christmassy moments in it, the great Billy Wilder movie, The Shop Around the Corner, love that one, and Trapped in Paradise from 1994. That one was actually shot here in the Niagara region, southern Ontario. Kind of an interesting local connection there. Anyway, what are your favorites? Join in on the conversation at the Eric's Movie Club Facebook page. And I'm sorry to break it to you, but movies lie. At least when it comes to science. (laughs) Actually, somebody took the time to point out some of the scientific myths that movies have made us believe over the years. For example, you can hide behind a car door in a gunfight. No, you can't. (laughs) Movies will make us believe that, but car doors are made to be lightweight, not bulletproof. Number two, you can knock someone out with chloroform in seconds actually takes about five minutes in real life to take effect. Gun silencers actually work. A lot of these are gun-related. Technically, yes, gun silencers do work in that they make gunshots quieter, but not silent. It's still pretty loud. Using the paddles when somebody flatlines. How many times have you seen this in a movie? Somebody's flatlining, they're in a hospital bed, and they bring out the (laughs) electric paddles and try to get their heart started. A defibrillator is only used... When somebody is experiencing rapid heart contractions, you actually do CPR when somebody flatlines. Another gun-related one, a gunshot to the shoulder is no big deal. That's another one you see all the time in movies. A guy gets shot in the shoulder, and all of a sudden, he's totally fine. That didn't affect him. Getting shot in the shoulder, not a big deal. Actually, there is a major artery <laughs> that runs in your shoulder and a big bundle of nerves up there as well. So you can't just walk away from getting shot in the shoulder. It's a pretty big deal. And finally, truth serum. According to the CIA, if you can hold out during a normal interrogation, a drug isn't going to break you. So truth serum in movies, yeah, not effective in real life. It's time for Eric's Movie Recommendation. Today's movie recommendation is for Donnie Brasco, released in 1997, screenplay by Paul Atanasio, and it was directed by Mike Newell. 
is based on the book called Donnie Brasco, My Undercover Life in the Mafia by Joe Pistone. The movie stars Al Pacino, Johnny Depp, Michael Madsen, Bruno Kirby, James Russo, and Anne Heche. It was nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay at the Oscars. What is this movie about? Well, as I said, it was based on the true story of Joe Pistone, who is an FBI agent who went undercover and infiltrated the Bonanno crime family under the name Donnie Brasco, and his work actually led to more than 200 indictments and more than 100 convictions. You want to go embarrass yourself with this thing? Embarrass myself, baby. My family, my children, my mother can hold her head up in any neighborhood in this city where she walks down the block. In all the five boroughs, I'm known. Forget about it. I'm known all over the world. Anybody ask. Anybody about Lefty from Mulberry Street. Huh? You pissing up the wrong tree, my friend. I didn't mean no disrespect. It's a misunderstanding, right? Where you go? All right. Sit down there. <clears throat> well, you, you're going to walk out on me? You don't walk out on me. I walk out on you. Where can you watch this movie? You can watch it on Netflix. And why should you watch? Well, I think this is an underrated mob movie. Obviously, there are a bunch of movies that people always bring up when you talk about mob movies. Godfather 1, Godfather 2, Goodfellas, Casino, The Untouchables, etc. I feel like this one should always be in the conversation. I mean, I've read Joe Pistone's book, the source material for this movie, and that book, unlike the movie, is not fictionalized. It's a true account. This guy was an FBI agent. He went undercover, joined the mob, and got so far in that he almost became a made member of the mob, which is kind of funny, and really did an effective job because it was one of the most successful undercover operations in the history of the FBI. And there are so many incredible details in that book, and it's so fascinating to read. And what made it especially interesting, and what I think made it such a easy transition into movie form is that Joe Pistone is an incredible writer, very entertaining read, definitely recommend it. And they take liberties with the truth in the movie as far as dramatic moments go, but that's always going to happen in movies. However, one thing that they really focused on from the book and one thing that they wanted to nail is how people in the mob actually talk to each other and how people act when they're mafia members, how people interact with one another. And what's great about Joe Pistone, a.k.a. Donnie Brasco, the character in the movie, and also him in real life, is he was a newcomer to this life, just like we are. We're not in the mob. We don't know what goes on in the mob. So he is learning things in the movie, and we are also learning things as we go. He's kind of a surrogate for us. And that's incredible because it makes the movie especially fascinating as well as being entertaining. Hey, can I ask you something? Well, what's forget about it? What is that? Forget about it. It's like, uh, if you agree with someone, you know, like Raquel Welch's one great piece of ass, forget about it. But then, if you disagree, like a Lincoln is better than a Cadillac, forget about it. You know? But then, it's also like if something is the greatest thing in the world, like Mingiro's peppers, forget about it, you know? Now, as far as how accurate this movie was, obviously... I cannot speak to that. I'm not a member of La Cosa Nostra. I only know what I've read in books, like Joe Pistone's book. One guy who can speak to this movie's authenticity is a guy named Michael Francis. You heard of this guy? He's a former copper regime in the Colombo crime family. He's a former mobster, a mob boss. 
And he spent many years in prison, managed to get out of the life successfully. He's now a public speaker and a famous YouTuber. Seriously, there is a former mob boss that is now a successful YouTuber. Anyway, <laughs> I watched one of his videos where he talks about the movie Donnie Brasco. And he says that this movie is extremely realistic when it comes to how people talk, how people interact. He mentioned that, you know, some of the storyline is not totally true, but he said the way people act in the movie is incredibly realistic. And by the way, Michael Francis actually met Donnie Brasco when he was undercover. He knew Lefty Ruggiero, who is the guy that Al Pacino plays in the movie, and he said they did a fantastic job. So there you go. Take it from a guy who is actually there. Now, while we're mentioning Al Pacino, let's talk about the acting. I didn't need Michael Francis to tell me that Al Pacino was incredible in this movie. I honestly believe it's one of the best performances of his career. That's a personal opinion. That's really saying something, though, because, you know, he's really one of the finest actors we have, and there's so many performances that we can point to from his career that are defining and incredible, and I think this is one of the best ones. It's kind of somewhere in between the understated performance that he gives in The Godfather, the soft-spoken Michael Corleone, and you know, his extremely over-the-top performances like we see in movies like Heat, right? It's kind of in between, gives you the best of both worlds as far as Al Pacino performances go. That's why I think it's one of the best. Johnny Depp plays the titular character, uh, Donnie Brasco, a.k.a. Joe Pistone. This is a great performance because it evolves over the course of the movie, right? Like I said, he's a newcomer to the mob at the beginning, and so he's learning how things go. He's asking a lot of questions and everything. By the end... I mean, this guy has been in the mob for years at this point, undercover, so he starts to act like mob guys. He starts to pick up their mannerisms, the way they talk, and he kind of has to evolve from this guy who's very green at the beginning to a guy who is almost just like one of the guys. Very, very impressive performance from him. I mean, this is a stacked cast. Michael Madsen, Bruno Kirby, James Russo, and Hayes, they round out the main cast. All very, very good in this movie. Acting is exceptional in this movie. Now, this is a very good movie. If you like mob movies or just crime movies in general, or if you like FBI-based movies, this is a very good example of all of those. And I hope you'll check it out. Talking about movies with Eric. I mentioned that this is an all-time great performance by Al Pacino, but where does it rank among the best mob movie performances of all time? Now, there are some great ones in The Godfather, which is often considered to be not only the best mob movie of all time, but maybe the best movie of all time, period. And Al Pacino was obviously in that movie. He was Michael Corleone, one of the main principal characters in that movie. But there are two performances in that movie that especially stand out to me. One of them is Marlon Brando, the great Marlon Brando as Vito Corleone. Obviously, that is a very unique performance. <laughs> He is augmenting his voice in a very interesting way. But can you possibly imagine somebody else doing that? I cannot. It's so iconic, and I have to mention that. Now you come to me and you say, I'm Corleone and give me justice. But you don't ask for respect. You don't offer friendship. You don't even think to call me Godfather. You said you come into my house on the day my daughter's to be married, and you ask me to do murder. Money. One of the great actors of all time, and I know I've said that about 50 actors over the course of this podcast and in other podcasts, but Robert Duvall is one of the greatest actors ever. He plays the consigliere, Tom Hagen, and 
he was exceptional in The Godfather 1 and 2 in that role. One of the best characters in the movie, as far as I'm concerned, in both movies, Godfather 1 and 2. I found out about this Captain McCluskey who broke Mike's jaw. What about him? Now, he's definitely on Shalazzo's payroll and for big money. See? McCluskey has agreed to be the Turk's bodyguard. What you have to understand, Sonny, is that while Shalazzo is being guarded like this, he is invulnerable. Now, nobody has ever gunned down a New York police captain, never. It would be disastrous. All the five families would come after you, Sonny. The Corleone family would be outcast. Even the old man's political protection would run for cover. So do me a favor. Take this into consideration. Now, Joe Pesci has to be mentioned whenever you talk about mob movies because I think he might be the greatest mob character actor of all time. I mean, his performance in Goodfellas has to be mentioned here. I mean, he really seems like a guy who grew up around that life, who grew up around real mobsters. It just seems so natural for him. And there are so many incredible moments from that movie, including this one. You mean the way I talk? What? It's just, you know, you, it's, you're just funny. It's, you know, the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how? I mean, what's funny about it? Tommy, no, you got it all wrong. He's... Oh, oh, Anthony. He's a big boy. He knows what he said. What'd you say? You're right. Funny how? Just... What? Just, you know, you're, you're funny. <laughs> you mean, so? well, let me understand this, because I don't you know, maybe it's me, but I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? One more here. We recently lost Sean Connery, and he was in The Untouchables, about Al Capone and about Elliot Ness and his pursuit of Al Capone. Now, he plays an Irish-American police officer named Jim Malone. He actually won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor for this role. Now, what's great about Sean Connery and why we all loved him so much is he was so likable. Like, it was hard to not like this guy. So he's playing an Irish-American police officer, and he has a Scottish accent. He doesn't learn an Irish accent. He's Sean Connery. He's Scottish, and I know he's playing an Irish guy, but we don't question the fact that he has a Scottish accent. And this is what's amazing about Sean Connery is he won an award for playing a character where he's using his native accent, even though his character does not have that same accent, and we still love it. It's an all-time great performance, and we're certainly going to miss Sean Connery. I mean, what a great actor he was. But just like Joe Pesci in Goodfellas, this performance from Sean Connery in The Untouchables was so great, and it was kind of a catchphrase machine performance as well. That's what I like to call it, like a quote machine performance where he has so many iconic quotes in the movie. Here's one of them. Want to get Capone? Here's how you get him. He pulls a knife, you pull a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital, you send one of his to the morgue. That's the Chicago way. That's how you get Capone. And I'm very happy to put Al Pacino's performance in the movie Donnie Brasco as Lefty Ruggiero in this company with these other great actors. Now, who do you think gave the best performance ever in a mob movie? I'd love to hear from you. And if you do end up watching Donnie Brasco, please let me know what you thought. Is there a specific genre of movies you'd like me to recommend on here? Maybe you haven't heard yet. Let me know. And if you have any questions about movies in general, movie debates, things like that, you just let me know. Head over to the Eric's Movie Club Facebook page and you could ask me all those questions and join in on the conversation over there. And I hope you do. I'll talk to you again next week. This has been Eric's Movie Club, a giant TV production.